I'm Thomas Gideon, and this is the audio diary of a peculiar character. In it, I share thoughts about food, drink, beer, travel, music, and life in general in five-minute segments. You can read more at the companion site of A Peculiar Character at peculiarcharacter.com. That second weekend that I missed, uh, now about a month and a half gone at the start of February, was a brew day. It wasn't the fact that I was brewing that led me to missing recording that. It was how that day ended up. I actually wrote this up on the website. You can read that if you want a much longer investigation of this topic. But really, it is all about the value of failure. That brew day was the second beer of the year. The first with all of the equipment upgrades in place. Unfortunately, I hadn't really done much preparation ahead of time with the final bit of kit that I got in, uh, a plate chiller. This is just a heat exchanger at a scale that home brewers can use to conserve a little bit of water. And for me, the motivation was to chill the beer much more quickly. The idea in chilling beer quickly is to limit the exposure at the end of the process to get it much faster to the point where you can put the good bugs, the yeast, into the beer and produce what you want rather than an ice bath or an immersion chiller, something that might take longer and might admit something that you don't want getting into the beer and producing weird off flavors and things of that nature. Unlike other forms of chilling beer, a plate chiller requires a little bit more pressure to move to counterflow fluids through the system. This is something I did know ahead of time. I only had one March pump. This is a kind of pump that can pump both water and beer safely and effectively, which meant that while the cooling side of the rig worked just fine, there wasn't enough pressure to move the hot beer through the exchanger on the other side. I actually had some foreshadowing that I might have some difficulty with pumps earlier on in the day when it came time to do the continuous sparging with this rig. The reason that I have that first pump to begin with, I didn't get it primed very well. So I wasn't able to rinse out as much sugar out of the brewing grains at that point in the procedure. Something that we talk about in terms of brew house efficiency. I moved on from that almost failure at that point, because you can boil down if you have a weaker pre beer or wart at that time, you can concentrate it just by extending the amount of time that you're you're boiling it and when the later stages of the process. When I had the failure at the end though, was unable to move the beer through the heat exchanger, a bit of what I thought was quick thinking just turned into a complete disaster. I grabbed a piece of gear called a racking cane. This is just something that's used to, uh, importantly here, move room temperature or cool beer from one vessel to another. It's really not designed as I learned, unfortunately, to work with boiling or near boiling beer. It's just made out of plastic, uses not thermal grade uh, vinyl tubing. The end of the racking cane basically started to melt as I was trying to recover and move beer out of my brew kettle and through the heat exchanger and into the, the fermenter. And the vinyl tubing almost melted. It got very uncomfortably soft. I would say about 20 minutes into trying to recover via this hack, I realized what was going on with the plastics, feared what was actually making its way into the beer at that point, and decided to call it. The day wasn't a total loss. I brew with an open invitation to a large set of friends, hoping that 
some good subset, some portion of them will come over and hang out. So for me, it's a very social activity. And I had a good time. I had a good turnout this time. And despite the failure, everybody left in good cheer. I sent them on their way with a lot of past successes and immediately started to dwell on what I might fix next time. I also used another piece of equipment for the first time on this brew day in early February, an electric brew kettle. It's a Blickman Boilermaker G2, beautiful piece of equipment, and that worked perfectly despite problems with the lack of a second pump and my hack not quite being up to snuff to try to recover at the very tail end. That brew kettle just was fantastic. It went from boiling I went from uh, the temperature that comes out of the ma- the beer comes out of the mash tun to boiling, I should say, in uh, well under 10 minutes, very quickly. You could actually see the needle sweeping across the thermometer that's attached, uh, this really beautiful graduated uh, thermometer that's attached to the pot as it came to temperature. So can't complain about everything, but understandably, at the end, with that near success the snatching defeat from the jaws of success uh, didn't really feel at that point like uh, talking about what had been going on that weekend or anything else uh, going on in my life. So decided to skip that day. I would like to thank the Internet Archive for media hosting and bandwidth. The views expressed on this program are my own and where applicable those of my guests and in no way reflect those of my employer or anyone else. This show is produced from 100% recycled bits. Except where noted, permission to recycle those further is granted under the Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 United States License. That means you're free to change this show as much as you like as long as you don't alter credits and you share your changes under the same license. Theme music is Slow Burn by Kevin McLeod at incompetech.com, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0.